If you're keen on backing a winner tomorrow, you've come to the right place. It's now time for the punters panel on Racing HQ. Let's go, fellas. Let's go. Sure is. Time for the punters panel. Uh, you ready to go, punters? Because uh, Randwick tomorrow is a great card. And uh, we've got Richard Callender and Blake Johnston joining us for the panel this morning. Richie, boy. As I say hello to you, no doubt you would have uh, dissected all the form. It's going to be warm. They're forecasting 39 for Ramwick. Uh, that being the case, um, it's likely they'll probably implement some sort of hot weather policies uh, for the day. Good morning to you, Rich. Good morning, Luke. Good morning, everybody. Yeah, look, uh, Steve Rout and the Chief Stewards, well on top of that. I spoke to Steve on a few occasions. They've got Obviously, policies in plate. They've got the place. They've got the opportunity, if they need to be, that the the races can be um, uh, put back to uh, with a gap in between and maybe get to a, a, a better climate. So we'll leave that in the, the, the steward's hands. He's in control, Steve. And uh, it looks a, an incredible day. And probably the best part of the day is that the... Uh, the Ingham family, the Ingham Institute, will raise a lot of money towards medical research. Tell us more about that, mate. Well, the, uh, the Ingham family, um, obviously, they're, they're quite comfortable. They're going better than you and I. But uh, uh, a lot of people have got money and don't do much with it. Uh, the Ingham family have been wonderful supporters of medical uh, research, particularly with the, animal, uh, the, the Ingham Institute uh, at Liverpool Hospital. Um, having seen what so many different uh, places do with research and with my my late brother Matthew with the, the Mark Hughes Foundation, the only way you get breakthroughs is through research and the only way you get research is through funds being raised or, or donated. Um, the racing industry, I think, uh, leads any other industry I know uh, supporting so many and in the, in the huge dollar amounts. And uh, Ingham family are right at the forefront with the, the Ingham Institute and they'll be raising money tomorrow um, through the entire day and the uh, contribution from all associated with the day. Oh, that's fantastic, mate. Congratulations to them on that, and we thank them for that as well. Uh, very important stuff um, that uh, is going on there in that space. Blake Johnston from the Leg Up Australia joins the punters panel. BJ, welcome back, brother. G'day, boys. Thanks for having me. That's uh, a good meeting tomorrow. We've got plenty of time, boys. There's only three of us, so we've got plenty of time to go through plenty of horses. We've got ten races, two highways. Hopefully we can find a few winners. We will, buddy. <laughs> The thing is, Blake, what you've got to allow for is 25 minutes of Marlow dribble. <laughs> you seen That's the ha- true. You seen the hangover, Richie? Because <laughs> there's the three of us. We're the three best friends that anyone could have. Da, 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 da. Yeah, it was pretty bad, wasn't it, Nick? Oh, I reckon it was all right. I reckon it was all right, Marlow. I'll, <laughs> oh, I'll give you a pass. <laughs> anyone who hasn't seen the hangovers thinking Marlow's lost his mind, and, well, you're probably right. <laughs> so we start with the Ingham. And uh, boys, text here, Marlow. Why is it tractable on the drift and fourteen dollars in the Ingham? I thought he was great last start at the track and distance, drawn perfect on speed on a hot day. Something, Richie, attractable. He went out crazy speed in the big dance and kept going. They they went out like ten lengths above average. That's faster than average to the eight hundred metres. And gee, they just got tired tra- chasing this horse. Obviously, he's a, he carried 56 and a half, and uh, Sepius had to carry, I think it was, was it 62? So I think it was five and a half. There's only four different. No knock from me on the tractable. It's in my top three. So, yeah, no knock from me. Sarah Ryan stables on fire. I agree he's going to be on speed. I think he's certainly one of the ones that represents a bit of value in the race. I think Detonator Jack's got to get out. 
um, in my opinion. I know it's got out from the 380 to 440. Just look, it's one of the great chances. Don't knock it. The blinker certainly sparked it up last time. Got a gun ride from Collett. Uh, no knock on it, but it's now got 58 kilos uh, and it's going to be on a real dry track. I think Osipenko's huge value at $8.50. I thought his run coming off a you know a two-month break was outstanding at Kembla. Uh, he goes just as good on all surfaces. So at this stage, I'm more in Osipenko's favour. Yes, he's going to have to start from 20, the outside barrier, but I'll leave that up to Tim Clark. And I think that the horse you just mentioned is a great chance. And although originally... Uh, I was thinking that Rustic Steel, um, if it had drawn bad, I would have said it couldn't win because I think last week's race being the, um, um, what was it, the um, Pearson one, I just thought that was a, a well below grade. But it now gets barrier one and it might just get the cold set. So at this stage, I, I'm in Osipenko, attractable, Rustic Steel. And I think Lions Raw is certainly in the mix and... But I think it's at the right price. And look, I'd be honest, I'd be selling porkies if I didn't say. I, I think my uh, the horse that I've got a, a peanut in, Waterford, with the blinkers on for the first time, is, is certainly in the mix. I'm still trying to work out how he was eighth at the 800 and last at the 300. But he's with the blinkers on, he's certainly a chance. Hmm. Plenty of chances here, Miles. Well, Richie's tipped the whole field, BJ. So there must oh, that's be. Okay, that's okay. There is there is plenty of chances. <laughs> Uh, Sepius, I still think I think there's a little bit of juice in his price despite the wide draw. Um, he's had the perfect run at his last three. He's drawn low. This time around, he draws wide. So, a uh, different setup for him. Detonated Jack, the blinkers went on last start. Heavy surface. Was it one or the other that kicked him into gear? But I thought it was an outstanding win. Probably deserves to be at the top of the market. Valana, I'd be forgiving of him last start. He tries the mile for the first time. Um, that race last start wasn't run for suit. Will he run a mile? I'm not sure, but uh, $11 about him. I think he's got half a chance. Ostapenko, $9.50. He was 49 days between runs, as Richie said last start. He, he made a good push for this horse. Where did he get to in the draw? He's in a, is he going to get back from 24? I think that really hurts his chances. I thought no compromise was a good roughie. Uh, he was luckless last start. 2,000 metres back to 1,600 metres on a freshen up. He's going to need a little bit of luck, but he's going to be strong late. He'll probably go in my wider quaddy. Rustic Steel is going to need a little bit of luck from the low draw. Attractable, uh, the question horse. Uh, he was really good second up there, winning that big dance on the back of a really strong tempo, as you said, Luke. So no knock on him. Back to the trials. Uh, he's got a great chance from the low draw. Kerwin's Lane won the race last year. Uh, he's probably not going as well this time around. The horse that I'm going to have something on is down the bottom, Lions Roar. I think he still represents a little bit of value in that $8.50 quote. I have him on top. He, he carried 56 kilos in this race last year. This time around, he, he'll carry 53 kilos. He's 1,007 days between wins, Luke. So the last time he won was in Group 1 company over this track and distance in the Randwick Guinea. So he's had to carry plenty of weight ever since. He's going as well as he was last year. He carries less weight. His last two, he's carried 62 kilos and 60 and drawn off the track in both. This time around, he draws low, drops in weight, back to the scene of the crime where he won his group one. And I think that $8.50 about him is a good price. Yeah, I'm with him as well, Lions Raw. I didn't have chest hair when he last won, but um, I tell you what, he's finally drawn a gate, guys, finally. I mean, uh, he's just been cast out in the car park, all preparation, 
I love the fact they they threw him in a trial and got him to win a trial. Just to feel that winning feeling again. I know trials are trials, but I uh, just like that. I like the way he's been finishing off and he maps well. Uh, not being a narc here, Rich, but uh, but I, I just don't see how Osipenko can win from the draw. Like, it's just barrier 20. He's going to come from where he's going to be in an awful position in the run, I thought. Well, I think it's going to be a lot of luck whether you're drawn one or 20. Uh, obviously, you'd rather draw one. Um, three wide in a line. I'd imagine there's going to be a three wide line and he's just got to find a spot out there. I thought his run at Kembla was outstanding. Um, and I just think he's he's the value in the race. I can't believe he's such a big odds. You've got to remember he started $4 uh, at Kembla Grange coming off a two-month break. So I think he's certainly the one to beat. Um, but obviously, you know, that's why you're getting, like, look, you're getting $8.50 on, on the tab at the moment. Mm. Um, if he drew five, I think you'd be looking at, you know, really three fifty four dollars um, So, yeah, that's where the, the value lies. Last time Waterford and what was the other horse's name? I was just going to mention um, the favourite, detonated Jack Met. There was a, a nose and nose the margin. And now Waterford makes it four kilos better. You're probably just not game to really tip him up anymore, are you, Waterford, though? Well, he's just had no luck. You talk about no luck. You know, I said last time out, as soon as he draws, he, he, he's been drawing the car park. I said, you watch when he draws two, one or two. I said, uh, it'll be a heavy track inside, no good. Bang. That's exactly look, what yeah, happened. Well, mate, it's like all of it. Anyone that owns horses, you, 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 it's, no one thinks your kids are as beautiful as you. Exactly. And, no one, and nothing improves a horse's ability more than ownership. Have I got him on top? No, I haven't. But I've got Osipenko on top of uh, Rustic Steel, Lions Raw, and then I've got a tractable under him. Let's just unpack uh, the favourite a bit more, Detonated Jack. He's got 58. Is that now starting to catch up with him a little bit at the handicaps, BJ, uh, having to lump that weight? I don't think so, mate. I don't think we've got to the bottom of him yet. Um, do I want to jump in and take $4.80? Probably not. I think he did find the right spot last start. He, he had the blinkers on. He, he loomed into the race at the right time and he did have mapped favours map favors over a horse like Osipenko who sort of came off his back and just peaked on his effort after 49 days between runs. So he's probably going to land in front of Osipenko again here. So I probably have him slightly in front of Osipenko in my numbers. I've got him second pick, but um, I don't really want to dive in, but he goes in everything for me, Luke. Oh, of course he does. He goes in everything. I think, he, look, if he was seven, if he was seven dollars, I'd be all over him. But he, he's four dollars yep. twenty, and I think he's just done. Will the will the the blinkers have the same effect second time as the first time? And that's a great point. I think sometimes it's a bit of a shock to the system, and bang, you you sort of explode. Uh, will they have the same effect second start? We'll find out. Last thing I'll say is. Rustic Steel, fourth up last preparation when he won the big dance. That was his career best ratings performance. So I do think that this has been an absolute plan from Chris Lees. Last time he backed up, he won the coast when he was off six days. Um, barrier one's the only negative. I just think in a big field, he's going to need Oh, no, barrier one's not a negative. He showed <laughs> last start. He can settle. I tell you what, you're going to ask Chris, you want one or, four, one or 12, bang, one or 10, bang, one. Oh, I... I don't think he'd be too... He might be three pairs back the fence. Ideal. Ideal. Don't worry about barrier one. The only difference is that the big dance and the, the, the coast of two, as you mentioned, 
uh, are like um, you know park football compared to the NRL, which is tomorrow. Mm. But I've got a different opinion to you. Is that okay? Yeah, so- but barrier one, mate. I don't know how many trainers that, that, that take 10 or 12 yeah, or 13 barrier one. There's 20 horses here. The week. There's 20 what? horses in this race. Yeah, and it's going to be a firm track. Where do you want to be? One or 20? Of course I'd rather one or 20, but I'd also rather five than either of those. He's going to need some luck. He's going to be Everyone's luck. He's going to need, luck. need that's luck. What, Luke, that's what horse racing is, mate, is luck everything. I'm just saying, he's drawn barrier one. He's going to be three that's back, maybe four back. Right? He's got. That's he can't go. Twenty-five. I spoke about earlier. He can't turn to the right. He's <laughs> there's a fence there. He's got to go one way, um, and he'll be a bit of a marked man, Clipperton, because the horse is a, a good chance. I, I'm just saying uh, that he, he'll need to get off that rail at some stage, unless they all shift <laughs> off and he gets a dream run. But how often does that happen? So, yeah, I, I think I'll, he's a good chance. I'll jump in. I'll jump in there. I think. I think. Um... Obviously, he's going to need a good ride from Clippo. He's going to have a few bums in front of him, uh, but there's going to be the winner. The winner's probably going to be the best ride in the race. So, um, I just wanted to jump in, Luke, and make a case for Hinged as well. I, I left her out. I think she's a pretty good roughie, and I think she can run a, a real race here. She comes out of that really strong form race there. Uh, that Pride of Jenny won, who subsequently won another Group One, and Tissues subsequently won a Group One. She ran on okay from the back there, and she pulled up lane. Previously to that, in the well, what was it the seventh stakes? She pulled up with a cardiac arrhythmia. She wasn't beaten far in a uh, hill stakes behind Montefilia. She drops back in grade here, freshened mm. up. I think the mile to go. So I- I'm going to put her in my wider quaddy, Luke. Yeah, bit of a forgotten yeah, horse, no, BJ. It's funny you say that. Like I spoke to Chris Waller a couple of times this week uh, in relation to a few other matters that have been in the headlines. Um, he was very um, bullish, saying that she um, she looks well placed. Yeah, so it, I think what, basically what we've just said in the last eight minutes, fair dinkum. It's an open. It's an opening. Yeah, hundred percent, mate. Uh, absolutely. Uh, let's move on then, guys. Uh, that is the Ingham. We've uh, talked about it in some depth there, which is great. Uh, good luck if you've had a bet. Uh, one listener on the text lines on Lions Raw at twenty six dollars and seven dollars to place. Uh, so good luck to you. Yeah, I'd like to have that ticket. Yeah, I think you could probably hedge on a few others there as well. Uh, you're in a pretty good position in that race. We go back a race to uh, the Max Brenner Santa Cup. Over 2,000 metres, race number six on the card. I'm in to win. He seemed to get his chance, BJ, at Newcastle. Uh, Wineglass Bay was too good for him. They are first and second favourites here. Do you think it's a similar result, or can I'm in to win turn the tables on Wineglass Bay? I, I'm pretty keen on I'm in to win here. Um, I think that he'll, I think he'll go very close to winning. I, first up in Australia over 1,500 metres, he led at a really good clip and he extended. He ran really good time there. That was at Rose Hill. And then he's gone to Newcastle and he was up to 1,850 metres second up. And it's not like the stable um, to do it, but I think they rode him to get the 1,850 there. He went really slow um, and that sort of let the back markers, well, Wineglass Bay had his back, but I think that suited the horses that were in behind him. Uh, he's had that run under his belt now. Gets to 2,000 metres. I don't think Tim Clark's going to make... Well, I'm not sure if it was a mistake or it, it just happened or it was a plan of attack, but I don't think it worked out for him. I think he'll I think he'll set a really solid tempo, and this time around, I think he'll keep going. Wineglass Bay, he draws 10, so he sets up to have a completely different run here, so I'd be slightly against him. Wicklow's 
dying to get to a mile and a quarter. I think he's going to improve sharply. He's had three runs over a mile. His best work was really late in that gong. Superium's flying. I never thought he'd be sort of a 2,000-metre horse, but three back, he, he won the Taree Cup over this trip, and then he's run really well in a big dance and then last start in the Festival Stakes. So um, I'd be he's in my top four. King of the Castle, I'm not sure about him at 2,000 metres. 18.52 back. Uh, he really didn't finish off there, and then he dropped back to 1,600 metres, seven-day back up. Um, and he got the job done when really well supported. So he's probably the one in the market that I'd be against. But I'm, I'm pretty keen on I'm in to win here. Uh, there's two hopes. I've put my second pick in our multi later, which we'll talk about. I can't believe I'm in town. It's 3.40. I think it'll start closer to 5 to 4. I think it's outstanding odds. I think it'll win. I agree with everything Blake said. I think they'll bounce, lead and roll at a more aggressive speed. Take the the oomph and the power out of a few of the others. I think Winegrass Bay is the only danger. Just going to need a touch of luck from that little bit of an awkward gate. I'm not sure if you'll get five to two at the moment, which you can, or three forty. I'm in the town. I'm not sure if you'll get five dollars Winegrass Bay. I've backed both of them. I thought Winegrass Bay was super, but it got the cold smother. It's just going to need a little bit of luck to find a spot. I'm not convinced, as you rightly pointed out about. King of the Castle at 2,000. I'm not convinced about Superium at 2,000. I know it won the Port Macquarie Cup. Um, Special Sway did uh, did 4,619 things wrong and ran second, got better length. Uh, I don't think it's good enough to be competitive uh, here, Special Sway, so therefore I can't have it. I think Wicklow just wants to get a little foot in the ground. You won't get that tomorrow. Um, it left me with just two horses in the market, being I'm into town and one glass bay, and I think they're both good odds. I think they'll run one too. Just to play devil's advocate with the favourite I'm into win, what if he doesn't run 2,000? I think he'll run 2,000 on his ear, and I think he'll even run a mile and a half. Okay. Like- yeah, I agree. I don't think 2,000 metres is a concern. I don't, think he, I don't think it was the fact that he didn't run 18.50 last start. Um, I think it was the fact that they probably went too slow and it, it just didn't suit him in that race. Mm. Well, he, off my stuff, he if you're talking benchmark average to the 800 metres, he actually went 12 lengths slower to the 800 metres than he did at Rose Hill first up, guys. Different yeah, tracks, that's but... That's he, just... he allowed the others to have a dash on them. They won't tomorrow. Mm. Yeah, I don't disagree with you guys. I think it'd be hard to beat. It's just interesting that his profile in New Zealand, he's... It's all 12, 14, 1,600 metre form. Uh, but since he's joined Gay and Adrian, clearly they think uh, he's a horse that wants that bit of ground. He kicked off at 1,500, he went to the 1,850, and now he tackles 2,000 metres, third up from a spell. That's race number oh, six. Yeah. To be fair, I wouldn't be surprised if he's back. Okay. To be fair, Luke, he's by contributor out of an Irish mare, out of a, an Irish Stowns mare. So I'd imagine that he's been a little bit of a slow mature, and he's only four now, so he was only a youngster back in New Zealand, probably didn't want to put the pressure on him as a, over the longer trip. He's now developed, mature that little bit, and he's got that little bit of spit and polish and a little bit of bone and muscle, and now I think he'll uh, appreciate that extra trip. And, mate, you've got his name sorted. I know you let, like getting out on the town, but I'm in to win. What do I call him? I'm in town. <laughs> I'm in town. <laughs> you love getting out on the town. I know that. Yeah, yeah, I really do it, my mate, please. Uh, <laughs> I'm a homebody. Boys, what do you think about this Burundana in the first? Um, he was a bit of a money muncher last preparation, got rolled as favourite a few times. Um, he beat unraced horses only 
in a recent trial, BJ. Um, what are you expecting from him as he returns in the first? Probably the race that I've spent the least amount of time on, Luke, but I'll have a crack at it. Mazita's going to come out. Uh, he'll go round in that scone meeting at Gosford today. Um, I think Byron Dunn is obviously the one to beat. The form around him from last preparation is really good, even though it is highway form. Like um, Chase My Crown, that's genuine benchmark form now. And the, the run behind Eaglemont, that looks really good. He was very good in that Christmas Cup. Not the Christmas Cup, the Country Cup last week. So the form around him from highway grade last preparation is really good. He got the job done really nicely in a highway. It was a bit like... Uh, how you said Lions Raw, it was good to see him get over the top and, and get a bit of confidence about him first up. Uh, draws low, so I think he can actually hold a spot here and he's not going to have to get too far back. I did like that win of Viander Chance first up. That was really good. Tried in stakes company last grade, last preparation. The market didn't like her first up. She was $12 in a Class 1 in town in, in Brisbane, but really showed a good turn of foot when held up um, to get the job done. I think Sir Boo also has a little bit of ability he was a good winner first up from more than a year between runs. And then last start, he was right in the market and he, he hit the line nicely. He's probably going to measure up to this sort of grade. But um, I've got Byron Diner on top. Um, I'm not sure it's a race that I want to bet into, but I think he's hard enough to beat. Yeah, I think yeah, I think it's it's very hard. This is the first of the highways. Look, I'm going to have something on unrelenting, just a peanut. Um, the blinkers that come off, it gets on a bet. I know it's out of a Mossman mare. Yet, I just don't know, this fella, you're one of the few in the family, any relation to Mossman that doesn't really go on the wet ground. Yet, I thought the run behind Zoatica was terrific at Kembla last time out. The run behind the Dramatist was good. Soft draw here. If I'm going to back Zoatica, well, give Zoatica a chance, I should say, in race two, in a 72 behind Step Aside and the like. And Afterlight, who run, will probably run there. I just think he looks the value to me at double figures under a landing, and then I'm going to probably save on the end a chance to the top one. But tricky little race. Nash is on the top one. That, that's enough for me as well. But, yeah, I'm on three from one. That's the first uh, text here. Who wins the last? Uh, looks a good race. Lots of speed in it. That from Mug Punter. Uh, guys, race number 10 we move to. Favourite at the moment at $3 is way to the stars, BJ. He's off a good win at Rose Hill, being kept fresh. Does the track change to Randwick pose any concerns for him? G'day to Mug Punter. I know the Mug Punter well. He's uh, he's He wanted to talk about this race. This is one of his horses' way to the stars. He's got um, one of our friends own it. So good luck to Matthew Zemmett here. I think he's a, a really progressive horse, but it does change for me um, going, to Ro- going from Rose Hill to... Randwick, he sat outside the lead and, and and took a good one to get past him two back. And then Nash was really confident on him last start over that 1,100 metres. He was well supported. He went to the front. He found the rail, travelled into the race. He let down really nicely. Ran good time there. His trial since was not the best work that I've seen, but I'm not going to put a pen through him for that. I, I have him right there about. Um, do I think there's any juice in that $2.90 quote? I I don't really. I don't think. I don't think there's any value in that price. That price. I. I, I want to have something small on Lady Laguna. I think she's set up to run really well first up. Uh, form around her from last preparation is really strong. Yellow Brick was absolutely flying. Uh, she crossed the line with a horse like Spacewalk in a last couple, and she's been back to the trials. She's had a break between runs. Both her trials were really good. She was um, throttled down. 
I, I think she's I think she's going really well. She returns as a mare. She's got to carry plenty of, plenty of weight, but Jet Stanley takes two kilos off her back. So I think she's hard enough to beat. Brudenell can improve getting to 1,200 metres. Mount Ty went up ridiculous odds, but I don't think he can win. But he was really well supported last start. Bungled the start. Does too much wrong for me. I own a Merck. What are they going to do with this horse, Richie? Um, he was good first up. Then he's been back to the trials and he was ridden quiet in the trial. So I'm expecting him to be ridden quiet from that wide draw. Yeah, that's the interesting part in the blog. I was just going to ask the same question. What do they do? Because there's a stack of speed underneath. Um, and look, Brutonell, I thought was okay first up. I don't think it really travelled at all in the heavy ground. And I'm not convinced that he liked uh, just being back in behind when you get a heavy track and then you, you haven't got a rail because they're looking for the best part of the track. No doubt that this horse is flying. And, and Matty Zemmett and the family, you talk about way to the stars, Matty and that the team, they were one of the early owners uh, in the Chris Wallace stable when Chris was just a bloke walking down the street. No one knew who he was. So uh, they've been a sticker in racing now. They're with Matty Smith and a different style, uh, stable of stable. But Matty's been a great supporter in the mug out there. Well, the mug's been going to races with his mum since he's a little, little kid. He used to annoy us all the races. Uh, he's a great man. Uh, oh, look, I'm with... Way to the stars, but the first 100 metres will tell the tale. If Brutonell takes the sit, I think Way to the stars will win. Brutonell wants to lead. I think that makes it harder for Way to the stars to sit outside it. And then we go to Lega Laguna and I know to Merck, who might be the one steaming home. So Way to the, way to the stars on top. Interesting to hear if we hear a change of plans with Iona Merck tomorrow. Will be fascinating, Richie. Uh, crackers in Albury chimes in. Marlow, I have the the answer to the last race. Stromboli all the way. Get on, boys. Couple of pineapples each way. Cheers, Crackers in Albury. Uh, you give it any hope, BJ? Stromboli? I do give it. Uh, I give it a rough hope. I, I've got a fourth pick. Um, it was a little bit disappointing last start when back to midweek grade, but it was really well supported there. And uh, I, I tend to be forgiving considering uh, he was held up at a key stage. He, he didn't really find the line after that. But previously to that, I thought he was really good behind Dashing Legend. You could make the argument that he should have won the race. So at sixteen, fifteen dollars, I, I, there's no knocks from me, Miles. Yeah, just the barrier. I kept going back to his form. I said the last time he won, he beat Atlantic Ocean. Um, yes, I know Atlantic Ocean finally won the a uh, couple of weeks ago. Was crashed at the barrier. When was that? Wednesday, I think it was. Um, yeah. It's one of those chances that if the faster they go, uh, the more genuine speed there is, it'll be better for Stromboli. It, he, the worry for me is if it gets really dry by that afternoon. If the late thunderstorms are turn up, I think that gives him a better chance. I uh, love this from Popeye on the, the text line. He's uh, ate all his spinach and he's going to fight to the finish. Uh, you boys are kidding. No mention of toes on the nose in race six. It's the best of the day. So a little bit of a differing opinion there uh, from Popeye on the text line. Uh, good on you, Popeye, for that text. Uh, toes on the nose, boys, in race number six, uh, He's got to stretch out to the 2,000 as well, but he's having a good preparation, Richie. Well, he got an absolute gem the other day by Nash, and, and I, I think he's a he's a real, he's a quirky horse. You do, he's got to be held up and held up. Um, Colour Sergeant was okay, whether it runs tomorrow or runs in the Nara Cup Sunday. It's just a little bit different class here. I know he drops the four, I think it's four and a half kilos, something like that, but I, I just think these are a, a different bit of gravy. Not saying that it can't win, but I just think it's a tough, a lot tougher task. Another text here. Boys, 
Finally get a wrap here, Richie. Big Richie was outstanding last week with overpass. Uh, of course, you tipped that up as your early crow last week, Rich, on behind the gates. You said uh, he'd be winning and he duly saluted. What does the big fella say in regards to Zuatica tomorrow? So that's in race two, Richie, horse number two. He's uh, a bold yeah, I... front-running type, this guy. Yeah, and I think a lot of it depends on uh, in that race, in race two. I'll just change my sheets here, Marlo. I'll go to race two. Uh, look, Zuatica leads. I, I've got it second pick behind Step Inside. I thought Step Inside really surprised me how good it went the other day. I was mm. there at Canterbury, uh, sorry, at Rose Hill, because I remember in that race was Atlantic Ocean. Funny you're just talking about it. It was disappointing on that occasion, but it got an absolute gun. It ran down Cloudland. Good around, good form. He carries weight. And I don't think this is a lot harder than that race, if if as hard. That's the, the thing. Gets Nash, gets a soft draw. I've got Step Inside in front, but I'm terrified of Zuatica. I think it's flying, and it will lead. It will lead, there's no doubt. I just wonder, can it beat these on firmer ground? I just, against this quality, I think Zuatica would have been better placed on on a little bit wet ground. I think Afterlight will run here, though, Luke. Okay, I, I'm pretty sure... I think Chris will scratch from tonight. It's only my thought and run here, even though there has been a few out of the race tonight. Uh, Mogwai, oh, I couldn't find it. I ended up with Step Aside, Zuatica the danger, but um, I would have rather Zuatica with the sting out of the track in this grade. Interesting. I think I, I agree with Richie here with Step Aside. Uh, yeah, I thought that first up win was really, really good. He was held up at a key stage, and he did a really good job to get over the cloud, over the top of Cloudland late. Cloudland's come out and won. Um, as Richie said, Atlantic Ocean was in behind them. That horse has also come out and won. Miss Fabergé's come out of that race and all but won in midweek company. So the format of that race is really strong. And then I could find knocks on a couple of others. Zoatica... Uh, I think uh, he's got a he's, he's on an upward spiral, but you've got to slightly take on that form first up. It was on a heavy track. It was highway grade, different setup here, gets to a, a good surface and takes on benchmark horses. And then after life, tries 1,400 metres for the first time. So uh, I'd be slightly against her. And then down the bottom, Ogwai, I'm not sure that coming back in trip to 1,400 metres is ideal for him. Um, Diamond Model is a good ruffie in the race. I think uh, I think she's really flying. Uh, she was good behind Cloudland. That sort of form ties in with the favourite in Step Aside. And then last start, she was good chasing home. I'm in to win. So um, I don't have any knock on her coming back to 1,400 metres with the gap between runs. And the other one I thought was a little bit of value was Run With The Tide. I don't think... Uh, he was well suited on the heavy track last start. He was really well supported there. He started $4, uh, raced on the speed. I think they'll cross over from the wide draw, and he could be a sharp improver getting back onto a good surface, Luke. Uh, gee, I'm worried about barrier one here, Rich, for step aside. <laughs> 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 this is different. There's only 10 horses here, or nine now. Yeah, but he, he, I think he's going to be in the same spot, three back paint. Do you, do you reckon he could maybe hold no, behind leader? No. Why would you? That's where Afterlight will be. And just on her, I've got a, I'm very, very interested in that uh, information from you that they might be leaning towards the 1,400 of this race. So I'm not sure about 1,400. Yeah, 
Well, I think it's the perfect opportunity. It's Saturday. You can always go back to midweek racing. Yep. It's found a a race where it gets a chance. It should. You'd imagine it crosses. Well, it's in two. It crosses step aside. Fairway Star and Leandra's hold their spots. Run to the tide works around, and Zuatica goes bang. You'd you'd imagine uh, afterlight leaders back step aside three back the fence and then leave it to Nash. Uh, listener said here as well, guys, does anyone give Divine Vicky an each-way chance in race two? Um, again, another one, guys, I'm just not sure about 1,400 metres. Um, I'll, I'll be opposing personally, BJ. Oh, I give her a... I, I, like, I like her as a horse. Um, I've backed her before. I backed her first up when she got the job done. She was really well supported there. Last night, she was really well backed and... She just needed room a little bit sooner. She was doing her best work through the line behind Surface Royal. I was, I was always also on him. So she's been really good to me. Um, I've been on the right side of her both those two runs, this preparation. 1,400 metres. She managed to get every possible chance. And Ash Morgan's going to give her an absolute peach. So I, I have no knock on her at 1,400 metres, considering she hasn't tried. And last start, she was really strong through the line. So no knock for 1,400 metres for me. Um, probably the class, but I think at some stage she'll measure up to Saturday grade. Okay, Richie. Yeah, silly me going on. I think I think um, Blake hit the nail on there. That's I've got step aside on top, but uh, I think Diamond Model and Divine Nikki are probably the two roughies. Love it, boys. Uh, when we come back, we'll release the multi. Celebrating the best New South Wales racing, Sky Sports Radio. Welcome back to the Punters Panel. It is time now to release our multi for this week. You're with Luke Marlow, Richard Callender, Blake Johnston. BJ, I'll pass it to you firstly to tell us your leg this week. Yeah, so I'm going a little bit wide, Luke. I, I think we don't get many opportunities to back $26 that have the class of this bloke. So I'm going to race eight. I've got knocks on the two favourites, so... Insurrection, uh, getting to 1,200 metres for the first time. Well, not for the first time, for the first time this preparation, but I think 1,200 metres is a knock on him. Uh, with your blessing, uh, was that the blinkers last start or was that the heavy surface? There's plenty of speed engaged here, but I'm going right down the bottom. I think Perfect Thought can run a huge race at $26. So he's the horse that I'm putting in my multi of Give you the reasoning. Um, Sable actually had him in the 1,100 metres the last race, and they've scratched him from that. He was a late entry into this. So that suggests to me that they think that he can win this first up. Otherwise, if they thought it was just going to be a run, they would have took the wide draw, took their medicine in the last race. Those 1,100 metres got back and just let him run on. But I think that they think that he can win here. Uh, he's trialled super. That was over 1,100 metres. Oh. 1,045 metres, and he really hit the line sweetly there. Last preparation, he was really well supported first up over 1,400 metres. That was behind Pericles. That horse has won a tramway since. Been narrowly beaten in a Golden Eagle, so the form out of that race is strong. He was only beaten three lengths there. And then last night, he pulled up with a slow post-race recovery. That was behind just fine. Uh, He was spelled immediately after. He was well supported there. He started $5 again. Um, and the stable have put a tongue tie on him here. So that suggests to me that he possibly got his tongue over the bit there and choked down. As I said, he's trod really well. He's a Group 3 winner over a mile at Flemington. He ran second to Kovalika in a Queensland derby. So that speaks... A Queensland guineas. That speaks of his form. He returns here in 
a black type race over 1200 metres. And I think he's priced as a stayer. He's a, He's best suited over mile, and he's going to run really well first up. And I can see him with this good speed engaged, just getting to the middle of the track, and I reckon he'll get over the top of them. Love it, BJ. Richard Callender, what's your leg? Um, yeah, well done, BJ. Uh, I'm going to the, <clears throat> the Max Brenner Santa Cup. As I said, I think uh, uh, I'm, I'm smoking out on town. I'm in, <laughs> I'm in to win. There yes, that's go. it. You I'm got it. Kid. You got it. Give him a clap, Nick. <laughs> Where's town come from? <laughs> yeah, it looks like it, town. No, no, it's you're not the up, first. Though. You're not the first at all, Richie. Um, it, it's I got a few. Did, it's an optical I illusion. Did the eye. Mm. Uh, I think there's only the two hopes. Uh, with it being so short, and I think it'll win. I think one glass bay runs top, but well, I think it runs second. Hopefully, it might beat the other one. You never know. Uh, therefore, it runs top four. I'm going race six, number six, one glass bay. And my leg, guys, race four, number eight, Terramata. I was taken with that return. Uh, and, Dicko, you can go for it, mate. Open it now. Uh, the punters panel multi. Uh, yeah, on Terramata, guys. Um, resumed at Canterbury. I just love her consistency. Uh, so, for me, as far as trying to find a horse to run top four for us, I think she's one of those horses that always gives 110% every time uh, she goes out. Richie? And I'll tell you what, Luke. Yes. I think everyone's appreciative of you. Always given 110 percent and going for a one at a bit of value. Absolutely. What, what price is? Oh, six to four. Absolutely, mate. Well, perfect thought. We, we've got the fat there. BJ's That's done right. The, what? He's done the legwork for us. What price are we, uh, Mark? We're going to go six dollars fifty, boys. Max bet of twenty five. Beautiful. So there we go. Good luck if you're taking That's the money. Good result. Yeah, God give hey, it. Hey, boys. Am yes, I am I the only one? Like, am I alone with perfect thought? Do you guys give him a hope? Mate, I love the case you made for him. I will. Probably be having something on it. I think he made a compelling case at the odds, Richie. Well, you know what I did, um, big fella. I, I've had a peanut in the race on Dynamic Impact. I know it's a Canterbury horse, um, but I reckon it's flying. I just hope we can make up ground mm. on the track, guys. Thank you. With the warm weather, um, how do you expect it to play, BJ? I think it'll play fair enough, mate. Um, I, I've assessed it as a, a very fair surface. I love. Ramwick on good tracks with the rail in the true position. So I think he's, I think it's perfect, mate. Richie? Right, yeah, I think it'll be hopefully perfect. I've got to go, boys. Have a wonderful weekend and good luck, everyone. See you, Richie. There's Richie Callender signing off from the punters panel. Um, what about that mic drop? See you, boys. I'm off. He just, <laughs> away he goes. Love it. Uh, last race we'll talk about, BJ, before I let you go, as well as race three, because uh, we see an unbeaten horse, Tackle Highway Company for the first time, and it's in the shape of this mare, Rapidash. Um, I think she's pretty good. I wouldn't be surprised if she is among the candidates being considered, though, for the tab lay of the day because the map is not good, uh, particularly if she gets back. There's no speed here. She uh, did race forward one day at Taree, um, but if they ease, and that's how Jason usually likes to ride. He's a little bit conservative, um, so, look, I think she's got the class. I'm a big fan, but how does she fit in here? I think she's got plenty of ability, Luke, so she fits in somewhere. She's won three from three, as you said. Last preparation, she was doing her best work from off the speed. So I do think that they will ride her conservatively. First up, she got the job done with the race shape again, so that was a terrific win, and... I know Lyle Chandler has a really good opinion of her. She's going to go back and, well, we don't know. 
unless we see a change of tactic tomorrow and they go forward, um, I think she does have a little bit of versatility. I, I have her in my numbers. Do I want to dive in and take three dollars? Is that what price she is? Three dollars. I think she will be a big drifter. I think you're right about that. The other one that's in the market, Golden Decade. Uh, he's been mixing it with his own age, but now he, he's got to tackle the older horses and he's got to carry well and truly above weight for age. He's only a three-year-old and he's got to carry six and a half kilos. He draws low, right combination, Nash and Matthew Dunn. I think Ferro Vero has a hope here, even though he's going 1,000 metres to 1,400 metres. They scratched him from a 1,200 today in that scone meeting at Gosford. Um, that was 1,200. So I, I'm not really concerned about him getting to 1,400 metres. That first up win... Uh, at Scone over a thousand metres, that's well and truly short of his best, and he has to, had to overcome an obstacle. He ducked back to the inside, he got the job done. So that was a terrific win. The second horse, Master Miyagi, has since been heavily supported at Canamble. I think two twenty into a dollar thirty-five. I know that because I was on him, and he got beat. So, so I think the fourth out of the race will be strong and I think he's the one that has plenty of upside and that run last preparation at Hawkesbury behind Ashfall, um, I know that he's racing some much stronger races, is it, pretty good for a race like this. Absolutely it is mate, that's race number three, uh, the Coolmore Highway, interesting contest, look forward to seeing what the market does, look forward to seeing how it unfolds uh, you got a best? Best bet um yeah, I, I think I'm I'm in to win the best bet, and I think the best value is perfect thought. Thanks for coming on, mate. The Leg Up Australia, if people want to get involved with you, um, Facebook or also online, have a great Saturday. Thanks, Legend. Let's back plenty of winners. There's Blake Johnston. There's the Punters panel.